This is a production of the Z Talk Radio Network. The views expressed and opinions given by the individual hosts and their guests do not necessarily reflect those of Z Talk Radio, its affiliates, or sponsors. Wow. It's dark. Well, let's have some light on the subject. Put on your critical thinking caps and please refrain from hugging. It's time for Dimland Radio with your host, Jim Dr. Dim Fitzsimmons. Hello and welcome to Dimland Radio on the ZTalk Radio Network at ztalkradio.com. I'm your host, Jim Dr. Dim Fitzsimmons. Remember, I'm not really a doctor. I just play doctor online, and uh, you know some shows I insert a little skepticism. Most shows I try to get a little bit in there. Uh, some shows have a lot more in it. This one I think might be one of the ones that have a lot more. It's just uh, it's just how it goes. So uh, if you're big into that, I'm going to be talking about some stuff that I I'm skeptical about, and I think you should be too, and some things I've noticed that that uh, bother me um, that due to my skepticism and uh, and such so let's get started um, there is uh, I've well established on this show that I do watch commercials uh, a lot of my pedantic moments come from commercials in fact I might have a couple to show a little bit later uh, anyway just as a little preview for you. Billboarding it, as they say in the business. At least that's what I think they say. That's what Penn Gillette says. Billboarding. What's coming up on the show. Anyway, um, uh, you know that I, I, I know I've, 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 I've read this the following bit a few times. And I've made this, this argument, I guess, or observation, statement a number of times as well on the course of the show and it's it's not a bad idea at least I don't think it's a bad idea to revisit some stuff and just kind of here's another reason why I think this way or you know, to expand on something maybe something new came out maybe some more information came about that I think is pertinent and want to put out to you or I've made another observation of how people are still getting it wrong uh, so this statement which I will read to you these statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. I nearly have this memorized, but not quite. That's a disclaimer that is used in advertising, mostly on television and in print. I don't hear it on radio. I don't hear them making that statement on radio ads. But they will still advertise the certain... You know, certain stuff that I find to be dubious, and it's a supplement. It's supplements. It's um, um, this is something I've said before, and it bears repeating. There's a difference between advertising for supplements and advertising for actual prescription medicine. You know, medicine that's that's what would be considered science-based medicine that has to have been sent through the rigorous testing and approval process that the Food and Drug Administration sets up for such, uh, such um, uh, remedies. And 
you know, and you said they're, they're tested to make sure that they are effective, that they work better than placebo, and you know that they actually work uh, for whatever their indications are, and and that there's uh, and they're safe. Yeah, uh, you know, so that's that's what the Food and Drug Administration does now with supplements. It's, it's there's some regulation of it, but it's a, quite a bit more lax. There's where you get the the FTC, the the Federal Trade Commission comes in, and that deals with how this kind of stuff can be advertised. Uh, it affects the you know the actual science-based medicine drugs. Uh, it it affects that as well, the FTC, and how that can be advertised. But with supplements, that's it seems like there's more teeth for that than there is for the FDA because the FDA just has you know it's there's only so much they can do with the manpower or people power that they have and it's you know, their resources and that and and government American government the legislature has uh, you know had some members that are friendly to the supplement industry uh, the there's there is the notion that people you talk about big pharma big pharma's you know they, it's all about the money they want to keep you sick as they make more money if you're sick as if the the owners of these pharmacy you know, the big pharma the big guys uh, men and women that are in the top of the the big pharma as if none of their family members or themselves ever get sick because they've got all the cures, they keep them all themselves, but they want the rest of us to get sick so they can make money off of us. No, no, they they get sick too. Their kids get leukemia too. It's it happens. This is not. It's just. I think it's just stupid. I think it's a stupid argument. I'm not saying that the people who make the argument are stupid. I think the argument is stupid to just say that you know they they want you to be sick because they can make more money off you. Uh, no, that's just stupid. Yeah, to demonstrate to me that no head of any pharmaceutical company has and or any member of their families have ever had any kind of disease or have any any kind of uh, chronic illness or anything that need that required some form of pharmaceutical uh, concoction uh, medicine. It show me that they've they've never needed them, and I'll say, okay, really, that's <laughs> odd. Huh, wonder why that is. Must be a conspiracy. Anyway, it's just it's a stupid argument. So you have the the two things. The supplements and, and this this is the other thing. It's like the supplement industry, they make tons of money too. It's not like they're just giving stuff away. Oh, we're just we're just so great. And and so that's the see so that starts to roll into the alternative medicine thing. Uh, and and again, I'll just say right at the top, there is no such thing as alternative medicine. You know, it's 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 either been proven to not work or it hasn't been proven to work. Uh, and there, you know, and and alternative medicine that's been proven to work. You know what you call that? You call it medicine. There's no such thing as alternative medicine. It's, it's either medicine or it's not. I realize that's kind of an either-or fallacy that could be considered that, but I think in this case, I'm not making a, a, a fallacious uh, argument. It's it's either medicine or it's not. You know, it's it's you know if it's it may be experimental, it may be new, it may not be proven yet, and has to go through the process. But once it gets through the process, and the process says yes, this is medicine, yes, this works for the indications that it's been developed for, and maybe for something else. We found it works. Hey, it works for this thing too. Uh, then it's it's medicine. Yeah. So anyway, so I see these ads, and you know the difference between 
the two ad, the two types of ads. You know when you're watching on television, the ads come up. Uh, you know when you're watching an ad for a medication that is an actual medication is because they'll spend half of the ad telling you all about the side effects, warning people about the side effects, uh, and and telling them you know make sure you let your doctor know if you're taking any of these other kinds of medications or if there's a history of this in your family or you know they do they do stuff like that and those that's when when you the ad comes on and it's people on a beautiful sunny day having a wonderful time and it's it's a medicine for i don't know what it's for <laughs> it, it might be for, for any number of things that they'll advertise uh, for on television and you know, and they'll show that, and they'll talk about the medicine, what it what it'll do for you, and then then they go into the whole the list of things that could go wrong, and it's it's it gets kind of it gets kind of silly. It's a little strange, but that's 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 a requirement, I believe. For, I I don't know if it's a requirement by both the FTC and the FDA or one or the other or something, but it's a requirement for the actual medicine has to have that stuff in there. A supplement does not. A supplement will have the these statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. They'll have that in there. And I will give credit a little bit to some of these supplement ads where I've noticed where it'll say, consult your doctor or physician, uh, I'm not sure which word they'll use, um, before starting any using, start, uh, uh, before you start using any dietary supplement. You know, they'll do, they will do that. And in fact, the one ad I'm going to talk about does that. Uh, it has that little thing that shows up uh, on the deal that tells you that, uh, uh, you know, be sure to check with your doctor first, which is, that's good advice. And so I'll give them credit for that. All right, on to the ad. It's, uh, it's two women texting each other. It's, uh, there's a younger woman uh, in a different setting, I think it's almost like she, her settings at night, and the other woman is during the day. So they're on other sides of the country, of the world, or whatever. And and uh, the one is 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 uh, uh, she she sends a text saying, "Oh my stomach," and, and the other one says, "Well, what's up?" And she says, "It always happens when I eat: bloating, indigestion." Always says the other woman. Well, yeah, don't you? Then she replies, I used to. Have you tried probiotics? And the, the young woman uh, answers, yeah, but they never work. And then comes the, the, the pitch for this particular supplement, which is called Peptiva. Which, now, a probiotic, as I understand it, is it's, it's bacteria that... Uh, uh, is is good for you that's in there. I mean, you, you, right there, you listening to me right now, you are crawling with bacteria inside and out. It's just, it's, in, it's, it's insane. <laughs> you just have this. It's in your guts. It's all, it's, you, you've got microbial stuff all over you, and a lot of it is bacteria, and is, yeah, it's just, you've got it, okay? And your body has evolved to handle that. And if you're in good health, that means you, you pretty much have you know, uh, a good amount of the good uh, bacteria in you, the stuff that you need to help you digest. And everybody has a little different kind of uh, setup in their guts and all that. Um, 
the and the bad stuff your body deals with and it's fine and there's this there's, there was this uh, surge in the alt medicine world that uh, that uh, probiotics became the big thing and so uh, they want people to take supplements of this of this bacteria that'll help you out now I'm not going to do a deep dive into what probiotics are but I'll, I'll read from a um, uh, just the first couple paragraphs of, uh, of an article written by Mark Chryslip, who is a doctor, and he writes for the Science-Based Medicine blog. And that's a good source to get um, accurate information about medical stuff. And it's because uh, it's, it's contributed to by all kinds of doctors, actual doctors that believe in science-based medicine, not, you know, trick knee medicine, <laughs> not, uh, you know, this alternative stuff. They're not they're not fans of it. So just a couple paragraphs on probiotics and, and, and some of its dubiousness, as uh, written by Mark Chryslip. He says, uh, the Wall Street Journal has an assessment of probiotics in the January 13, 2009 issue entitled Bug Crazy, Assessing the Benefits of Probiotics. Now, this does go back 10 years, but I think it still applies. Uh, for some reason, when I wander around the hospital on rounds, people show me articles such as this and ask, so what you think about this? Probiotics are interesting. They are live bacteria given to treat and prevent diseases. It is one of those overlap areas for scientific medicine and so-called alternative medicine. There are good clinical trials that suggest areas where these agents are of benefit, but other aspects of their use are blown out of proportion for the real or imagined benefit probiotics may provide. Much of the alternative medicine where it overlaps with real medicine is the art of making therapeutic mountains out of clinical molehills. The Wall Street Journal article is the kind of reporting that drives me nuts. Drives, it drives me nuts because the reporting acts as if the underlying assumptions of the therapies are true. Start with the second sentence, and then he quotes from the Wall Street Journal article. Many medical ex experts believe that consuming healthy bacteria, called probiotics, improves the body's overall balance of good versus bad microorganisms, boosting general health. That's the quote from the, the article. Uh, Chrislip continues, Dr. Chrislip continues, many, what is many? A few loudmouths like me? A consensus? Experts in what? What is a healthy bacteria? Are the bacteria healthy? Or does it make you healthy? Then the last part of the sentence, improves the body's overall balance of good versus bad microorganisms, boosting general health. What the hell does that mean? Already there are already there is the assumption unchallenged that there is an issue in people with, between good and bad bacteria that is affecting health and which people which bacteria under what circumstances the importance of understanding which patient populations may benefit from an intervention is key my mind was boggled when they mentioned that there were 241 products re released last year, that's 2008, containing probiotics. Someone is getting a good balance of good income versus bad income, boosting some bank accounts health. So 
he does say that there is something to the probiotics, but but this the, as this is the practice, the general uh, uh, trend of uh, or the tendency of alternative medicine proponents is they make you know medical mountains out of out of clinical molehills or therapeutic mountains out of clinical molehills. That's what he said. So okay. Yes, it's I'm so I'm a little dubious there, and I know it's a supplement ad, and I've seen the the disclaimer. These statements have not been, you know, I see that disclaimer, which I usually take for shorthand as being this product is probably snake oil. But the thing that bothers me uh, even more about this particular ad is I think it is illustrative, if that's a word. Uh, it, it is uh, demonstrative uh, of how we human beings work instead of going to a doctor you know the one and or instead of being uh recommended to go to a doctor you know this woman says you know recommends this this peptiva because it works for me kind of things well it worked for me well you, you've got somebody telling you that it always happens when they eat. They get bloating and indigestion. Now, and it's always, this, I mean, if somebody told me that, I'd say, I asked the same question, it always happens? And if they said yes, I said, okay, does it, I mean, does it matter what you eat? It just, just anytime you eat something, you get this, this kind of stuff? And if the person continued to say yes, even if they didn't continue to say, well, sometimes it's not so bad, but a lot of times, yeah, it's really bad. I would say, go to a doctor. If this sounds like your body's trying to tell you something, listen to it, go to a doctor. I've seen this happen on Facebook where people will go on there and say, oh, I've had this headache for, you know, for five days now. Can anybody give me a good home remedy for a headache? And, and people will come up with stuff and I say, and I usually put the comment in, go to the doctor. Go to the doctor. An actual doctor, not a chiropractor. Not a naturopath, not a homeopath, an actual medical doctor, an MD, or a nurse practitioner, somebody, you know, go to see somebody that's in a science-based medical thing. <laughs> go into, because yeah, if you've had a headache for five days, or whatever it is, you've had something that's been nagging you and it's bad and you're, you're worried about it, don't turn to all your friends. But this, I think... Now, I'm not a psychologist. I'm not trained in this kind of stuff. I don't know. I could be wrong here. But it, I think there's a, it, that human beings have a tendency to put more weight or to trust more the, you know, their friends and their family and, and, and maybe celebrities that they feel they know. That's why Jenny McCarthy had such influence on getting people to, to put the lives of their children and other people's children at risk by not vaccinating them. You know, there's... They, they take they take that advice over that of you know, going to turning to science, turning to a doctor, you know, and and it might also have something to do with the fact that here in the United States at least, but I'm sure there's alternative medicine stuff going all over in the other countries that all have national health care, where people maybe pay higher taxes but they don't have to pay for health insurance and either they get sick they go to a doctor and it's just something that gets taken care of. But here in the United States, we don't have that system. We have we have this messed up system with, and I and this is where I'm going to get a little political. I don't understand 
and I don't, and I really don't understand why this would be uh, controversial to anybody. When I say, um, well, I don't understand why it is that in a country like the United States that has as much money as we do, I don't know if we're the wealthiest nation in the world currently. We've been that way for a long time, but I don't know if we currently are the wealthiest nation in the world. But we're up there. It should not be something that uh, it should not be this this dark and nasty truth about this country is that there are many 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 people living in this country that are uh, one hospital visit away from being in bank from declaring bankruptcy. You know, and it doesn't have to be a serious illness. It just has to be serious enough to put you in the hospital for a while, or it just has to be you know a kind a surgery that might be super expensive or medicine that's super expensive and it, that should not happen we we got to get this figured out <laughs> but that's my little political thing the peptiva ad disturbs me because it's it's it, because this is probably the way a lot of things happen you'll just ask a friend what do you do about this and and i've probably done the same thing myself and then i have to tell myself you know what you really ought to go see a doctor <laughs> but the, the way it is in that ad, the way it's per, between the two women, there's a younger woman that's got the problem. There's an older woman that's apparently the wise one. And at some point, the old, the, the older woman, as she's as she's texting, she's just smiling, she's beaming. Oh, this person's going to use this stuff. Hey, she's thinking she's doing something good for her friend. Okay, but I don't know, man. Just go to a doctor. Uh, and the and I'll, I'll, when I come back from my break, I'm going to my first break. I'm going to mention something about this this Peptiva thing, just a little bit more, uh, but when I get back from break, but I have to go to the break first before I can do that. So you're listening to Dimland Radio on the ZTalk Radio Network at ztalkradio.com, and I'm your host, Jim, Dr. Jim Fitzsimmons. I'll be back after this break. Lake and howl its wing for a charm of powerful trouble, like hell broth boil and bubble. This brew be ye only salvation from your favorite radio station. <laughs> You're listening to Z Talk Radio Network. <laughs> Warmer weather in Minnesota means deer ticks are now feeding in a wooded area near you. Fight the bite. To avoid Lyme and other diseases from deer ticks, use tick repellent. This message from the Minnesota Department of Health. Hey y'all, this is Tangina. You're gonna give me whiplash looking up there too. I've cleaned many houses, and I don't know what it is that hovers over Dr. Dim's house but it was strong enough to punch a hole into this world and take his wallet away from him. And I think what we might be dealing with is the beast. Hold on, did you just say that Dr. Dim doesn't believe in poltergeists, tiny fortune tellers, 
or the beast? Well, holy sh**. Why the didn't somebody tell me? Anyway, Dr. Dem's a skeptic. He'll be right back on ztalkradio.com. I still think this house is clean. Get him some Z's. Get him some Z's. Get him some Z's. Wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up. Listen to Z-Talk Radio. On ztalkradio.com. To Dimland Radio here on the Z Talk Radio Network at ztalkradio.com. I'm your host, Jim, Jim Dr. Dim Fitzsimmons. A little bit more on this Peptiva thing. Uh, there's another ad out that shows. Now, within the one that I was just talking about, it does say that this Peptiva stuff was developed by a doctor, which is, I guess, true, uh, because uh, there's another ad which is more of a of a diet sort of ad. Um, has the doctor that developed this stuff, and his name is. David Katz, and the science-based medicine blog has uh, has a, a couple people have written about him on there. I will link to all this stuff on my show notes page, which you can get to by going to dimland.com. Just click on the blog option, and you'll see the show notes. So um, I'll I'll link to it. So I won't go into great detail, but from what I've read about him. Um, uh, Dr. Katz is, is is thought to have lost the plot, as they say, and he's gone into the uh, integrative medicine realm, which is which is another way of talking about CAM, which is complementary and alternative medicine, and it's 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 another way of I think it's almost the same thing, complementary. It's it's where um, you know, where the proponents of this thing take take actual medicine is oh you know what you want to do okay you got this cancer okay and this cancer does respond well to chemo all right so we're going to give you the chemo but because we are integrative in our medicine we're also going to place a few of those himalayan salt lamps in the room when you're getting the chemo and we're going to have you wear this crystal and then we're going to have you know we're going to have bob over here think good thoughts and you know, and then somebody's going to wave their hands at you while you're doing that. And then we'll give you an herb, or as they call it on the other side of the Atlantic, a herb. We're going to give you one of those. And okay, so you'll be getting the the science-based medicine, but you're also going to be getting this other medicine because we want to integrate these other modalities. We want to we want to put those in because we who believe in alternative medicine think that this will work for you. And so, but really, what ends up happening is the chemo probably does the. I'll, I say probably because I don't want to be absolute because your body can can have whatever you know the cancer that it has can. For, cause it to go into remission all on its own without anything being done. That's, it doesn't happen. I mean, I think it's fairly rare, but it can happen. But you know, through science, 
this particular cancer that the person has, science has determined through its testing and trials and errors and finding out what works, has found out that this particular chemo works for this particular cancer in you know 90% of the cases. And so that person, you know, the, the cancer goes into remission, they get they go through their they go through all that, and the integrative medicine doctor can say, well, yeah, the chemo probably helped, but you know it was all this other stuff. They can, the other stuff can glom on, all the bullshit can glom on and take credit. And I just, you know, maybe that's an oversimplification of how that works, but that's what I've, what I've interpreted in, in reading this stuff about integrative medicine or complementary and alternative medicine, CAM, reading about that. And it's just, it's, it's disturbing. <laughs> and, uh, and so that's, that's the guy who's developed Peptiva. So, you know, take that for what it's worth. I mean, maybe he's right. Maybe the probiotic stuff's it, but I, I tend to side with those that, uh, the, the experts who s side with science that say, you know, we just want to make sure it works. And, and there's something in the article uh, that's written by uh, Dr. David Gorski about Dr. David Katz. Uh, there's a mention in there about you know David Katz that says he I don't care if the medicine is uh, natural or if it's uh, from some laboratory I don't care as long as it works and that's something that Dr. Dr. Gorski said yeah, I agree it doesn't matter as long as it works and so as long and we we want to make and how do we determine whether it works or not we use science that's how you determine it right am I wrong I don't know maybe I'm wrong. Uh, I don't know if I have anything else on that. I got a cool thing. Uh, uh, just to, I want to throw a cool thing in here. Um, I blogged on the uh, the the official blog site for Nostalgia Zone, which is called uh, we call it Warehouse Find. The blog. Um, I'll I'll put a link to it in the show notes. Uh, just this past week, um, I blogged about uh, Late Night with David Letterman. And uh, I compared it to being like being part of a cult, being a fan of that particular show for the, for the first few years of the show. At some point, it began to lose the sheen of the cult, uh, cult following the small but devout audience, because more and more people were beginning to discover it, and it just it stopped being just my I'm in on a secret kind of thing. It's like oh. Riffraff know about this. Yahoos are listening to this show or watching the show. Oh boy, <laughs> you know, it's just it, it it did lose its shine a little bit. But as a um, as a res result of writing up this piece, I uh, linked in the article. I linked to um, the YouTube video of the very first late night with David Letterman program. And and I watched it, and it's and it's cool. <laughs> I just watched Dave, and I just I I uh, you know, not that I'm anywhere near as good as he was, or as funny as he was, uh, and not that. But I've had more than one person, two, which is more than one, <laughs> two people tell me that I have some Letterman-esque quality to me. You know, just my my humor, my how I present, what I talk about, or whatever. I, I guess. So I again, I'm not nearly as talented as him or funny as as Dave, but 
you know, let's, I, I took that as a high compliment. And, and one was from years ago when I was actively following Dave, <laughs> watching Late Night with David Letterman, and one was just about a month ago. And, I, and when, it was, when it was said to me about a month ago, I said, wow, it, it still shows, huh? It's, I guess it's still there. Because it wasn't prompted. I don't sit around talking about Letterman all the time. I mean, I'm talking about the Who. You know, it's, it's going to cut into my talking about the Who time. Uh, but no, I, it, I guess it still shows. So it's really cool. Uh, I'll link to it in the show notes, or I'll link to the... Uh, the um, the art of the the piece I wrote, the blog the blog I wrote, and within there, there's a link to the first show. I said this is a good place to start. There's plenty of clips and stuff of uh, from Letterman's show, um, and it's a good place to start and check it out because it's just it's fun. It was just such a unusual show. It's such broke from what talk sh- TV sh- talk shows were like. You know, there was the daytime style and there was the nighttime style, and but Dave's was just. It was nutty, and he had a morning show too, which really bothered me at the time because I was going to high school. And I was in I was in class. I was like, I can't watch that, and I already I knew who Letterman was, and I saw it advertised. Oh crap! Well, I'd like to watch that, but no, I have to go to school. Ugh. Anyway, um, which leads to a second cool thing, a second cool thing. There's a band that uh, they released their first album in 1979. The band is called Gang of Four, and they're considered a post-punk band. Uh, you know, that... that, that it's, it's, a, it's hard to explain the style of music, but it, as the name suggests, it came out after the punk rock movement sort of fizzled out a little bit or, or, or splintered. You know, just diversified and went into all sorts of different ways. New wave, no wave, uh, you know, whatever. Just went off into different directions. And post-punk was one of them. And Gang of Four was one of the legends of that band. And they would they would combine all kinds of, you know, funk with disco and punk and stuff. They, they you know, their stuff was, a lot of their stuff was really danceable. Especially that first album is fantastic. first album is called Entertainment. It came out in 1979. Well, Gang of Four uh, was a going concern when Letterman, Late Night with David Letterman, went on the air. And on that very first show, uh, if you recall, if you watched Letterman, uh, when he would go to commercial break and come out of commercial break, they would show, I guess they call it a title card or just a, a... Carson used to do this on The Tonight Show. There would be a little piece of art saying, more to come, or we'll be right back, or we're back now, or something like that. They'd have that kind of stuff with a bit of some illustration or something. For And Letterman's show had the same stuff, similar stuff going on, but they were more New York-like. It was more uh, more like Saturday Night Live, what they would do with their little... They'd show like scenes of New York, and there, so there's one shot with the wall that's got all the bills posted on it, the posters set up on it, and there's a whole bunch... There's a straight line of posters going across that's, that's late night, and it's got Dave... Letterman's picture on it, and there's other posters. There's one for Miles Davis, and on the bottom, running that's some of them are covered over by the Letterman sign or some other posters, but in the bottom lower right corner are posters for Gang of Four, who obviously they were playing some gig in New York, and Gang right there. So, who says Gang of Four was never on Late Night with David Letterman? I don't now because they were on the very first show in name, but there they were. And I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, 
Okay. Um, this happened to me uh, just recently. I was, uh, was on my laptop and checking my email. Uh, opened up the Thunderbird and, and I was checking the email and uh, there was uh, one in there that uh, was telling me that there was some uh, uh, some kind of security breach with my 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 internets or my computer or something. And I, I, I don't know if you could if you've used Thunderbird for email. And I don't know if this is similar to other type emails. It, Thunderbird has it set up where, and I should have asked my wife this before I got on the air, but you got the mailbox, right? And it's got all the, you know, at the top, it's got the all the emails that have come in that you still have in your your mailbox, right? And if you click on one of them without double, not necessarily opening it, you just click on it. At the bottom of this window, there's another little section that will show you what is in that email. So you can scroll through it. Now, I don't know if that means you've opened it or that, or it doesn't mean you've opened it. If you double-click it, it'll open another window and that there would be the email. So anyway, so I single-click. I just clicked and I see the if that's the preview. I don't know. You know, <laughs> you know I just got a smartphone. I had a flip phone for how many years? Okay, so that shows you my, my savviness with computers. And this email was in there. <clears throat> I'm going to read this to you. Hello. I am a hacker who has access to your operating system. I also have full access to your account. It doesn't say which account, though. Um, I've been watching you for a few months now. The fact is that you were infected with malware uh, through an adult site that you visited. If you are not familiar with this, I will explain. Trojan Viruses gives me full access and control over a computer or other device. This means that I can see everything on your screen, turn on the camera and microphone, but you do not know about it. I also have access to all your contacts and all your correspondence. Why your antivirus did not detect malware? Answer, my malware uses the driver I update its signatures every four hours so that your antivirus is silent. I, I don't know what that means, but okay. <laughs> Somebody out there who understands computer stuff might know what that means or might realize say, that this person is, well, never mind. Uh, I'm jumping ahead. Continuing. <clears throat> I have made a video showing how you satisfy yourself in the left half of the screen and in the right half you see the video that you watched. With one click of the mouse I can send this video to all your emails and contacts and on social networks. I can also post access to all your email correspondence and messengers that you use. If you want to prevent this transfer the amount of $500 to my Bitcoin address. If you do not know how to do this write to Google. Dear Google no, right to Google. I, I get a slight sense that English might not be the first language for this person, but it's good. I mean, it's good. there's just little hints. But that's, you know, I'm not denigrating. It's just maybe this an American didn't write this. You know, or, or it might be, an, I don't know. It's just, it's it just sounds, the English is a little unusual. 
you know, would you say write to Google? You wouldn't say that, would you? You would say, you know, search Google, right? Or Google it, you know, or just Google buy Bitcoin. That's what he's advising me to do. And then he gives me his Bitcoin address. And then it says, after receiving the payment, I will delete the video and you will never hear me again. Again, there's a, you know, but it could just be a missing word. You never hear from me again. Okay. I give you 50 hours, more than two days. Thanks, pal. To pay. Just two hours, more than two days, by the way. Um, I have a notice reading this letter and the timer will work when you see this letter. Uh, filing a complaint somewhere does not make sense because this email cannot be tracked like my Bitcoin address. I do not make any mistakes. Ever? You never make a mistake? Because <laughs> I think you've made one uh, other than your grammar. If I find that you have shared this message with someone else, uh-oh, I wonder if he listens to Dimland Radio, or she, the video will immediately will be immediately distributed. Best regards, and they didn't they didn't give a name. Um, there's no video of me satisfying myself. See, there yes, there's a camera on this laptop that I work, but it has that piece of paper over the the camera. My wife put it there many months ago, and it's been there. I take it off. When I did some, uh, I Skyped somebody and I took it off or FaceTimed somebody uh, and I put it back on. Uh, you know, and I was just FaceTiming somebody. There was nothing, no, nothing was going on. <laughs> so uh, there's, no, there's no, there's no video of, of me. There's, you know, if, if, if they had something, it would, uh, I don't know where the microphone is, but I, I don't, it, uh, well, I don't want to tell you too much about me. <laughs> just, just know there's no video out there. I, I didn't want. I, I kind of wanted to respond to say, yeah, go ahead, <laughs> see if I care. Go ahead, send it to all my contacts. Yeah, go ahead, fine. Send it to all my. Put it up on Facebook. Show them this, this no video of me pleasuring myself. You might see what I was watching, <laughs> if there's, if there's even that. But uh, no, no, sorry, no, no. Um, so that was a mistake that they made, that they, they would think that this would be something I'd fall for. Although I thought, huh, I, I have heard of this kind of stuff. There's a Black Mirror episode uh, where uh, people get, you know, they get blackmailed uh, with, uh, you know, stuff, you know, video of them pleasuring themselves to something and uh so i turned to my wife i showed it to her and i said you know she was she said i delete it you know i copied the text and i sent it to a friend of mine and he said oh yeah i get he says i've gotten a couple of those he does caution though um he, he made sure that I, I went back and read this again this is uh he's because he's had at least it's he said it's had a couple of times and at least once there was a password they did have one of his passwords and they they listed that in the email saying you know i got your password this is your password and he said the only thing is he said it was a password of his but it was an old password of his that he hadn't used for a long time so you know 
and so he said you might want to check and make sure there's no he does if see if they mention that they have a you know, this you know try to give you some proof that they, they they're on to you with a, a password uh, that you might use and if so uh, you know change your passwords <laughs> that but anyway yeah I this was this came I don't know a week or so ago uh, have any of you seen the video of me satisfy satisfying myself Has anybody have anybody seen it it's I you know is it is it good is it hot <laughs> there's no video out there sorry kids sorry best regards but there's no video uh, let's see what time is it where am I at in the schedule oh my goodness uh, I'm late for my second break. Why don't I take it now? You're listening to Dimland Radio on the uh, Dimland on the no on the ZTalk Radio Network, and uh, I'll uh, I'll talk to you when I get back. How's that? Uh, I'm, I'm going to break. I'll be right back. to a tight parking spot at the mall. I'm pretty much sexually satisfied. And I've been to the mall twice today already. You're listening to Z-Talk Radio Network. Don't just take my word for it, but you are listening to Dimland Radio on Z-Talk Radio Network. Do you believe in ghosts? Do you think Bigfoot is real? Do you suspect that your neighbor is really Val Tor, leader of the lizard people of Bendar 3? Well, Dr. Dim doesn't, and he'll tell you why when you tune in to Dimland Radio Saturday nights, 11 Central, midnight Eastern on Talk Radio Network. It's an hour of science promotion, pop culture rants, personal observation, and of course, skepticism. Join Jim, Dr. Dim Fitzsimmons, Saturday nights, 11 Central, midnight Eastern, for Dimland Radio on Talk Radio Network. Hey, this is Danny Potts from the Kentucky Ghost Chasers, and you're listening to Z Talk Radio. And welcome back to Dimland Radio on the Z-Talk Radio Network at ztalkradio.com. Uh, it has been way too long since I've had one of these. And now it's time for a Dimland Radio pedantic moment. Yeah, this ought to be good. Yeah, I don't know how long it's been. It's got to have been a couple few weeks since I've had a pedantic moment. I mean, I, I suppose during the course of my normal sh- of my show, I shouldn't say normal show, as my sh- of my show, I'll have little pedantic moments in there just because, well, just <laughs> it's me. <laughs> but uh, you know, an actual segment dedicated to a pedantic moment. It's been a while. Was that just a pedantic moment that I just had there? Huh? Was that? Oh, okay. Well, then let's move on. 
No, no. Okay. It has to do with, again, commercials on television. Uh, you're aware of Geico. It's a it's one of those insurance companies. You can get your home and auto insurance there. And they have, they must have a, a, a massive advertising budget because they have so many different ad campaigns on there. They got the, they got the Geico lizard, you know, Geico gecko. They got him. And then they got, you know, they had the cavemen and they had uh, the camel that goes around and, you know, is it hump day? What day is it? I, I, you know, and they just had all kinds of, all kinds of ads. And then they would, I, I believe they would have like, like sports specific ad campaigns. I think they had a car racing one, uh, but they certainly have baseball. And that's the ones I want to talk to you about. Ah, oh, baseball. Uh, the, it's an ad campaign where they, they are uh, playing off the rivalries in sports, and so I, I'm, how they how they get that to connect to Geico Insurance, I don't know. But uh, there's one ad. This one's a quick one. Uh, there's one ad that has uh, uh, the the rival the sports rivalry is the Washington Nationals versus the uh, New York Mets. So those two teams are rivals, and the fans don't like each other. That kind of thing. Or they're, you know, hopefully it's a friendly rival rivalry. And so there's this very nice house with a very nice lawn that's being professionally landscaped. Uh, there's a fellow out there using a, you know, a weeder, you know, a weed whacker kind of thing to just sort of make it look just right. And the owners of the house are obvious Nationals fans because they got flags hanging all over and with signs saying "Go Nats" or something. They, you know, which is go Nats, short for Nationals. Go Nats, Nats. You know, and uh, the, the 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 fellow doing the landscaping, well, he apparently is a New York Mets fan. So he he carves into the lawn, go Mets. And the homeowners come out on their balcony and they look out there, and, and the, the one fellow says, "Oh no, he didn't." And then the the landscaping guy says, "Oh yes, he did. Go Mets." And the other fellow yells at him, "Go Nats!" He's, that he's angry. It's go Nats. And then and the and the and the fellow that did the landscaping says, "That's not what this says." And he walks off. Well, my pedantic moment is that fellow that was doing the gardening is going to be looking for another job. You know, that's I don't care if you're a fan of the Mets. You know, if I'm a fan of the of the Nats, I don't want you putting Mets stuff on my lawn. So. You know that that dude is looking for another job. So just just a little one, just a little one. Here's the bigger one. That creek was the porch door. The cat just walked in. Just in case you're wondering. The bigger one. There's another ad, and this rivalry is the Philadelphia Phillies and the Atlanta Braves. The fans of those teams, and apparently there is a rivalry between those two those two teams. And there's a fellow that's boarding an airplane. He's, a, you know, it's a commercial airliner. It looks like it's a full flight, and he's getting to the row that he's going to be sitting in, and he sees that he will be sitting next to a Phillies fan. Uh, he's like, he just rolls his eyes. Oh no! And he says to the flight attendant, something like, you know, isn't there somewhere else I can sit? Is there nowhere else for me? And the flight attendant says, Well, there's one. Sp there's one spot. And she indicates where it is, and she looks into the, the you know, looks in the other part of the plane, and there is uh, three seats, 
the middle seat is open. On the one side is a woman with a baby crying in her lap, and on the other side of that empty seat is a is a man with a baby crying on his lap. So he's going to have to sit, this fan, he's got to say, okay, do I sit next to a Phillies fan, or do I sit between two crying babies? He chooses the babies. And then the, uh, the flight attendant gives a fist pump to the, uh, the Phillies fan saying, go Phillies, you know. And, uh, and then we see the guy sitting between the two crying babies looking miserable. But the th here's the thing. If I'd been on that, on that ad, you know, make, you know, putting that ad together, I'd say, why are the babies twins? Because it, you know, it, because they're twins. They're obviously twins. They're obviously related. To, they they are wearing the same outfit, pink with white polka dots, onesies, and hats. They're wearing the same thing. Why? They're, and so, which points? And they'd say, "Well, why would you say that?" Well, why would there be a seat between them? These two are obviously the parents of these twins. Or at least that's the inference you can make. Why would they have a seat, an empty seat between them? Now I suppose, you know, I'm not an experienced air, you know, you know, flyer. I just I just flew for the first time in 23 years, just a couple few weeks ago. So I'm not an expert in it, but I would I got to pick my own seat. It, you got it's like that was an empty seat. <laughs> Why would they? Why, if they got to pick their own seat, why would they have a an empty one in the middle? Why would they not be sitting next to each other? They're, they're obviously together. Why? I would have said. I would have. <laughs> I would have a pain in the ass on the set. I would have said, let's get two different babies, and you know, two different. Obviously, two different kinds of people. You know, two different. You know, like a, like a, like, a, like an Asian man and an Asian baby and a white woman and a white baby or whatever whatever you want it's just so that so that you won't make the the you know the uh, uh, the conclusion you won't jump to the conclusion that these two are husband and wife or at least partners and these two babies are theirs they're their twin and why would they have chosen to sit with an empty seat between them and if they, I just, it just don't, don't, they do it. You know why they do it? They do it so that pedants like me sit at home saying, why <laughs> would they have that kind of seating arrangement? It just, you know, obviously you can just have somebody pick another seat. I mean, you know, I, I actually, uh, I don't think that's how airlines work even from the beginning. When the guy says to her, um, don't you have another seat for me? And she'd say, No. That's your seat. Sit your butt down, pal. <laughs> That's your seat. I don't know if this is true, so I, it, so take this with a big old grain of salt. But I'd heard this. It might not be right. I should look it up and see if it is. Maybe I will. That you sitting in your assigned seat is a you know is a way to, to help identify you. Should there be some unfortunate business <laughs> or occurrence like the plane? lands but not the way it was intended you know <laughs> there's a crash and if you're still connected to your seat they might might be helpful in identifying you i don't but that might not be true it might be just something that i heard somewhere and it might not be true i will look into it and find out for sure
Okay, and I will I'll make note to mention it next week. Um, well, before I get out of here, I got one more cool thing. Uh, the, there's this thing that's called that's I, I I call it an atmospheric ribbon named Steve. Uh, just it's just it's there's okay I I've just got fragments of this information for you so it's not going to be a full dive but you know what the 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 auroras are there's the aurora borealis in the northern hemisphere and there's an aurora southern hemisphere what I the name escapes me what they call it down there I don't know if they call it it's there's something but it's the same it's the same thing charged ions in the atmosphere making these cool shimmery greens and oranges and whites and yellow colors in in the sky. Okay, uh, I've never actually seen one. Um, they don't live north enough. Well, anyway, um, we were. Uh, this was going around on the Facebook. Sorry, I was looking at something else, and I'm like, gosh, I gotta not be distracted while I'm talking to you guys. I really have to work on this. Uh, I've only been doing 417 shows, so you know, I'll get it. I'll get it down eventually. Anyway, uh, it, citizen scientists. I'll, I'll link to a video for this that will give a little explanation and an article so you can learn more. Um, they, they say citizen scientists or amateur scientists um, have been have been finding evidence for this this particular ribbon, which is it's farther down uh, toward the equator than what is normally figured for an, uh, for these auroras, and. And it shows up as this sort of like a ribbon, it's just, and it's purplish in color. And um, it's this narrow purple band. Uh, Southern California, uh, Canada, sorry, Southern Canada is where it's being seen. Uh, and and the the scientists have looked at it, the, the professional scientists have looked at it, and they think that it might be this sub-auroral ion drift that might be responsible for this, and somehow this is becoming visible. Normally, the drift is, is not something you would see. Uh, the drift is uh, uh, it's, it's, uh, narrow regions of charged particles moving to the west at a very high rate of speed, which normally can't be seen, but for some reason this is happening. In some they, got some, they employed some satellites and used it to, to, to pair up with the information they were getting from the citizen scientists, you know, the pictures and videos and such. And, uh, and this, these, these, these citizen scientists took to calling it Steve. They just thought, we'll just call it Steve. This is a cool name. Uh, so then it's being suggested that, they, that the, the actual term for what's going on here be uh, be strong thermal emission velocity enhancement or Steve that's uh, that's pretty cool don't you think that uh, they, you know and it, you know it's having amateur science working with real with with professional scientists and they come up with this cool thing so I hope you've had it I see I had three cool things this week I hope you've had at least three cool things happen for you this week good night good night Frau Blucher oh good I got through another show didn't get to everything well that happens that's I'm it's better to have more to talk about than than, than not have enough to talk about you know then you know it's better Anyway, you've been listening to Dimland Radio on the Z Talk Radio Network at ztalkradio.com. I'm your host, Jim Dr. Dimfit Simmons, reminding you to sleep with the lights off. And be skeptical and all that stuff.
You can check out my show notes at dimland.com. Just click on the blog option, and you can email your questions and comments to drdim at dimland.com. That's D-R-D-I-M at dimland.com. And the opening theme song, Ram, is by Theolius and is used with permission. Production of the Z Talk Radio Network. And now a message to our competitors. Thanks. Thanks for, for tuning us in. My life, you're clever, Dim. It's certainly taken me in. What? 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 Well, well I'm going, going to hell. hell.